From Chi-Town to the Ville. Naptown to the Natty. Hype is where it's at. For music and news. From hip-hop to Hollywood. Attention listeners. Attention listeners. Log on to thehypemagazine.com. For the hottest hip-hop and urban magazine you've ever seen. Get the 411 on the world of entertainment. New releases. And, and more. more. Just log on to thehypemagazine.com. In stores now at 7-Eleven. Kmart. Target. Barnes & Noble. Mars. Kick and Save. As well as all mobile devices. Hype. How you perceive everything. Hey, welcome to another installation, King of Underground Media. I am T-Rex. We're in the building with Jermaine. Also, I want to give a shout-out to my lovely wife, Wendy. She is the admin of the show. Also, The Hype Magazine, all our fans and supporters of the show. What's up, Jermaine? How you doing today? What's going on, T-Rex? How's everything going with you, man? Oh, it's, it's going great. We had a great time last night. Watching that boring Pacquiao oh. <laughs> Mayweather fight, but we will be talking about that in just a few. Yeah, but the first thing we're gonna talk about today is we got to talk about finally <laughs> talk about the fallout after the spring game when in Auburn, Alabama. What three weeks ago now? Yeah, it's been about <laughs> almost three weeks ago now. But before yeah. we do that. <laughs> We're going to tease the audience a little bit. We'll be right back. Got a song we're going to check out by God Money Dope. It's 100 million. Town shit, man. We on that new mic today, boy. Get your money out, bitch. GMD, that's what we do. I gotta do what I gotta do. Ain't no living, bruh. 27 years, a few scratches, but I made it through the breath. In God I trust, heavy cushion must, light it, it can bust a human dollar to keep moving up. Devil, you got me fucked up, a real nigga never give up. Rules of the game still apply to niggas like us. How you living, fucked up? I vow to turn up. Stupid cash, living fast, living life is a must, nigga. Hundred million, a hundred million dollars. You ain't got that cash, bitch, don't even fucking die. I need a hundred million, a hundred million dollars. I'm a hundred million dollars nigga. What? Nigga, hundred million, a hundred million. Have you ever missed a 
hundred million on my mind. Don't think with a civilian mind. Military taxes is all the time. My bad, I'm a real nigga. I couldn't help it. Couldn't hold back. Town shit, man. GMA. That's how we know. We gotta go. Welcome back to King Underground Media. I am T-Rex. We have Jermaine in the building. What up, Shout world? out to my lovely wife, Wendy. We are here. Lovely Sunday. We are doing our live broadcast on video. So you'll definitely see that on YouTube and any other video source that we put it on there. <laughs> yeah, check us out, man. Check us out on Twitter. Yes, Twitter, Audio Mac. SoundCloud, <laughs> you name it, we got it. But we got to go back. We got to go back in time. Last week's show, we had to end it pretty early because we had some technical difficulties. But we still do have D Shep coming on the show tonight. So I want to say thank you for, you know, be able to come on the show. I know we have been trying to get him on for the last three weeks. We had to cancel the show one time because of some um, personal issues. Last week, technical issues. So hopefully, today we could do it without any problem at all. <laughs> no Illuminati whatsoever. <laughs> oh man, he done said the word now. So hey, I, I, I had to, man. <laughs> so I show it's probably about to about to shut down. <laughs> see, see, that's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's talk about a day. The af- the aftermath. Of the A Day game, which uh, Auburn Airwaves had a concert. I definitely want to give a shout out to the Auburn UPC. Uh, They are the council that throws, I'm not going to say parties, but concerts, any kind of entertainment event. But there's been a lot of backlash on this particular one. So let me just lay this out to y'all. They'd announced back in February of the artist that was going to be in the concert. So the argument is the people that attended say it was supposed to be a family-friendly concert. Well, I don't understand why they thought it would be a family-friendly concert with these names on the billboard. You had Nick Jonas, Nelly, and Kesha. Kesha's a red flag already <laughs> from the jump. I mean, if you think about think about some of her lyrics and some of the things she says in the music, mm-hmm. I mean that that's a red flag right there. And then you got Nelly, who had some legal issues beforehand, and then Nick Jonas, who just came out and said he's not a virgin anymore. So, right. I mean, we had red flags all over the place. Right. So. They've been promoting this for two months. Two and months? It wasn't family-friendly. I didn't see it. Personally, I did not see them promoting it as a family-friendly concert because, one, the concert was on a college campus at Auburn University. Two, let's reiterate what you just said. <laughs> this was not promoted as a family event 
because it was on campus at Auburn University. Go on. <laughs> Two. It was a block party. Any, anything with party on the end. And block. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a family-friendly party unless they specify on the flyer that it's for all ages. Like, for instance, if you're in Panama City Beach, Club La Vila have concerts all the time. They specify if it's all ages or 18 and up. Okay, so maybe they should have put that on the flyer. But the flyer didn't have anything on that or whatever. So it's been a big argument about Kesha's performance. She was too provocative. Uh, she was uh, cursing and, and, and everything. Yeah, but I mean, what, what, but wasn't all three artists cursing? Yes. So people was jumping on her mainly, but Nelly, in the beginning of his set, he didn't he didn't say much profanity. Well, actually, I take that back. He didn't say profanity at all. But then toward the end of his set, he started cursing and everything. Ned Jonas did a song had plenty of cuss words in it. But people say, oh, no, I just brought my kid to see Nick Jonas, and everybody else was trashy. trashy. But I was like, you must miss the, the song that Nick Jonas did. He did the cover to Outkast song, Roses. Yeah, Roses. Okay. And <laughs> Here's my question. If you go bring your kids, and you already know what's going on, why in the hell do you bring your kids? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to be harsh on, on the parents or nothing, but common sense would tell you. I mean, and then you go to bitching. <laughs> <laughs> it was. They were bitching. I mean, I had to I throw in a Corso reference there. You know, but still, they bitching. <laughs> About what? <laughs> yeah, because even, okay, let's say the parents brought the kids there and they didn't know anything about this artist. You can go on Google or any other search engine and do your research, YouTube. You can watch all of Kesha's videos, Nelly videos, and Nick Jonas videos all day long. So you weren't coming to the, the concert blindly. You knew who was going, going to perform two months prior. So I don't understand... <laughs> Why it's so much controversy, and they pretty much talk about this doggone store for almost three weeks. Especially AL dot com, they just kept storm, staring the hornet's nest. Because it's uniquely Auburn. <laughs> That's why. I mean, and all that. When you look at it, it was some other things that was said about that concert too. Some of the graphics that she had. During the concert, before the concert, after the concert, you know, before and after, before everybody else went on, and you know, just whatever. Yeah, I, I didn't agree with the, some of the imagery and the, some the you know symbolism of what was being shown. If you know anything about the elite, I'm just gonna say that he already said the word one time. Not gonna say it <laughs> because it's so like every time I mention that word on our broadcast, something crazy goes down. So 
not going to say anything, but just some of the imagery that, that can cause you to maybe get in a trance or uh, that B word, that brainwashing, brainwashing. So it, they were flashing that before, during, and I'm sure maybe after her set because she was the last person old, but we were gone by then. We stayed for Nick Jones, stayed for Nelly. Uh, I do want to thank them, thank them for uh, giving us the press credentials to cover that event. And we do have the pictures up. You can go to kingofundergroundmedia.com to see them. Uh, there's a link to it, and you'll see all the pictures there. And also, we had had a, a few pictures on our Instagram. It was just crazy. When, I would tell you like this. Nick Jonas and Nelly crowd didn't have anything on Kessler's crowd. It seemed like when she came out, it just seemed like the spirit just changed. It, it changed. It got a little more intense than Would you say intense, season. like... Um, like just a bad intent or almost like obsession or okay. or possessed like because prior to that everybody was pretty cool laughing and talking, you know, between the sets and everything. And when she came on, people was throwing stuff in the crowds and it's the same crowd now, same crowd. It just make you wonder why all of a sudden, everybody's acting reckless. So, is it me or is it Kesha the new Charlie Manson? <laughs> I ain't gonna go that far. That man. was a joke, man. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I mean, I just don't know what else to say about that. Yeah, I ain't gonna call her that because I know she she I, I haven't killed anybody. Or, Got a point there. But <laughs> just her music, her music is party music. And I guess the people that had their kids out there didn't realize that, that she's not going to do any bubblegum PG-13. Because that's what they were trying to say, that the concert was supposed to be PG-13. Sex, drugs. <laughs> I mean, have y'all listened to the song Jealous? Yeah. I mean, By Nick Jonas? Yes. Yeah. And Chain. Have you listened to Hot in Here? Have you listened to... Air Force Ones, and we listen to Tip Drill. <laughs> I mean, we can go on and on. Talk about Chains, too. Chains, yeah. Over and over again. I mean, you know. <laughs> I know. It, 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 the same people that's arguing, arguing about it is probably on campus doing game day, getting sloppy drunk in front of their children. So we live in a double standard world, a double standard society, and I'm sure I'm willing to bet 80% of the people that would complain are the same one that tailgating, getting sloppy drunk, getting belligerent in front of their kids during game day, cussing probably just as much as Kesha, Nelly, and Nick Jonas put together. Sailors. Yeah. I mean, Popeye. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just... Come on, man. Yeah. So, I tell you, there we didn't have much news going on down here in Alabama for the last three weeks. But, 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 but I must say, we got a lottery bill and a marijuana bill. That's, that's about to pass. That's about to pass. So, we might have plenty to talk about in the state of Alabama. <laughs> yeah, and then that's two months. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed.
But since then, you know, we don't had um, the NBA playoffs. The Bulls, the Bulls has advanced to the second round. Definitely happy with them. They're gonna be facing off Cleveland, and you know, LeBron James has been having the Bulls number for quite a while, and that's gonna be a very tough one. And I think the Hawks lost today. They did. They did. Let me let me, let me double check that real quick. The, the Hawks lost to the, the Wizards. Wizards. They were the Hawks was putting it on them in the first half, and then I dozed out to sleep. <laughs> I woke up, and the Wizards was up by seven points in the fourth quarter. Yes, yeah, so the Wizards actually won game one, one hundred four to ninety eight. Oh man, that. Come on, Atlanta. Y'all, y'all starting to look like the team. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. I don't care. Yes, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> you know you like Atlanta. You know you like the Falcons, the Braves, <laughs> the Thrashers when they were there, the Hawks. <laughs> I got them all here choked up. <laughs> you know. Negatorious. <laughs> I can't even say the word right because he just he made me mad just then. Just mad. No. You know, I'm a Blackhawks fan to the heart. I'm a Cubs fan to the heart. Yes, I'm a Cubs fan. Mm-hmm. So don't look at me like that. Mm-hmm. I anyway, I'm a, I'm a Bears fan, too. And speaking of the Bears, there's a good segue there. What about the NFL draft? Six Auburn kids got drafted. The Bears had a fairly great draft. And the Falcons didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick station break, and we'll be right back. With the love in the body, I thought we were the call. Are we true to hear some fists are probably bald? Folks claim they want the truth, then they crucify the preacher. Say they ain't the followers yet, refuse to be the leaders. Pride rises, I see it through the spirit hybrid. And it's evident the church is full of backbiters. The dude on the pew had used some crack fighters. Love covers the multitude, and that's your reminder. If we had the spirit, Christ, we structures ourselves. But on the railroad of life, we protected ourselves. Every time we point the finger, the church ourselves. Every time we hate, we only hold a grudge with ourselves. Every time we kill, we only put the gun at ourselves. Look at being merely a but only one of themselves. Yo, let me set the clarity. The vessel's name is charity. Who separates his body from the world and the Pharisees. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. Smile in your face, smile in your face. Smile in your face, then they stab you in the back. We're too close to the end to be taking our own furloughs. Condemning extremists who are switching the church clothes. We see these issues, I tell you what's the worst, bro. They can't tell the difference between the curse and the church. Whoa, I can't blame them. How do you argue against? We exhaust. 
fault And if he falls, we say how sorry he is We keep bringing up the past Atari's it is And if the tables ever turn Then we hardly forgive Stop looking at the specs Remember where your plank is Stop scheming on your family Or your name isn't blanked in When Mr. Krabs will give you anything you ask Regardless of your past Man, we should always thank him Should be known by charity Aligned with the statement Prayers are incense And we're divided by the fragrance How can I pray that he's in hate on you? Smile in your face Turn around and pray on you You Smile in your face Smile in your face Smile in your face Then they stab you in the back Smile in your face Smile in your face Smile in your face And they stab you in the back Smile in your face Smile in your face Smile in your face And they stab you in the back Smile in your face Smile in your face Smile in your face And they stab you in the back Welcome back to the King on the Ground Media. I am T-Rex, Jermaine, Wendy in the building. Now, we're going to be talking about some NFL draft. Like Jermaine saying, prior to the break, six Auburn University players got drafted. The Bears had a pretty good draft. And Auburn, which he's a, not Auburn, Atlanta, he's a undercover Atlanta Falcons fan. Don't um, let he, him tell you that lie, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, the draft was pretty good. Of course, you know who went number one, Jameis Winston to Tampa. It was out of controversy, even because from that first draft, when he took an Instagram picture of him with a, a plate of crab leg, and he kind of got a, got some backlash on that right off the bat, right off the getting drafted. Uh, what was your thoughts on him going number one? He, would he be a good fit for Tampa? And also the the controversy about the crab leg. Okay, here's my here's my first thought about the whole crab leg thing. You're an idiot. You know, for one, you already know what that that did to you, and what kind of controversy it caused. You know, it cost you a week of playing baseball for Mark Martin, Florida State baseball team. Okay. You know, I don't particularly hate the pick. Mm-hmm. That the Buccaneers made, I thought that it was a good pick because he fits Lovey Smith's brainwave. You know when he when Jason Campbell went to the went to the Bears, mm-hmm. he was a game manager, but he also changed Jameis' arm too. So, you know if you look at Jason Campbell and you look at Jameis, you kind of see the same per one and the same. Maybe Jameis may be a little bit more athletic, mm-hmm. but I don't think he has the mindset of being a professional athlete yet. I think he should have stayed one more year. Yeah. But at the same time, if he was going to screw up and say some of the things he said mm-hmm. and some of the things he did on Instagram, I mean, he should go this. I don't care about the crab legs, man. I understand. I understand that it, it ruffled people. I mean, it was a little colors. bit of common relief, but still, yeah. I mean, no. Just, it was just too soon, right? Way too soon. Way too soon. <laughs> Way too soon. Because I, you know, he, 
I get what you're saying that he, you know, he got suspended for he, he lost lost the game, missed the game from it, and we're in a very sensitive, what was sensitive media, I guess you can say. I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about it. You know, it just. <laughs> when you're an idiot, don't call you an idiot, you know. But uh, that doesn't discount his his physical abilities, his his great arm, his none of that. It's just where's your mindset at? You know, are you going to be mature enough to handle being a leader, being a starter from day one? You know. You're gonna be on a team that's gonna be bad, right? You know, just because you're 26 and one at the at the lower level doesn't mean that's gonna translate the first year. Then again, I, I could be could be wrong. He could be RG three and win the division, but with I don't see players, that. Nah, not not. With I those like I, and I like and I like who he's starting to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you had the Texas A&M receiver. Oh, that's yeah. There. You know, you, then they went, and then they went receive a second round also. So, I mean, I like the way they do they did things. And I particularly love the Bears picks. Mm-hmm. You know, Kevin White from West Virginia, who was the second best receiver in, in the draft, I thought. Oh, yes, yes. You know, so Kim White number one. Number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, he ran. He runs a similar type of routes as, as Amari, real crisp, real fast, speedy. But with Jay Cutler, he has uh, stills that um the uh, South Carolina receiver. Oh, you talking about Alshon Jeffrey? Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey and. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and the other two receivers you got, you add him along with that, and then if they trade to get a tight end this summer, which they need to keep possibly gonna happen, keep the folk. Yes. You know, and um, another thing, and the other things that that could happen between now and then. But they they did really good. That offensive lineman that they really needed. Mm-hmm. They got um defensive help that they needed. You know, they use their they use their eight picks to their advantage. Now, do you, do you see Chicago being a playoff team this year? Because actually, I, I I think they probably could go ten and six with mm-hmm. the talent that they already have. Maybe Cutler would get himself together and finally live up to his potential because they'd be saying that for the last eleven seasons. I mean, you know, he's not a horrible quarterback. Not good either. <laughs> Man does have a point, but he's not—he's not awful. I—I I wish they could have got. They, they, they did get Gary Grayson in the third round, didn't they? I didn't I keep remember. up with the draft this much because I was busy. I was in that Manny Mayweather cloud, and, and I was, so I was very hyped about that. Other than the first round, I pretty much tuned out of the draft. True. It was so much stuff going on. You had the Kentucky Derby going on. You had the NHL playoffs. Major League Baseball. Yes. Shout out to the Blackhawks. 
You also had the NBA playoffs. You had the game seven of the Clippers and Spurs. The Spurs yes. dynasty is over. So Did I was all really Yes, they was crying on each other's shoulder. Because they they have been knowing each other outside of basketball for a long time. Mm-hmm. They both are Wake Forest players. Mm-hmm. So they have that connection there, the Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. So they definitely have that connection there. And But I'm a Duke fan, so. And it's great to see the Clippers make out the first round. Finally. Finally. And it took being the, the defending champions. And a fan of Dukey. Mm. J.J. Reddick. Mm. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about Duke, but. Ooh. <laughs> Last week I had on North Carolina jersey, which we scrapped, we scrapped that podcast because of technical difficulties. But he understands. I'm just a Jordan fan. I'm not. I'm not a, a Tar Heels fan. I leave that up to my homeboy Tyrus. He's a Tar, Tar Heels fan, so we'll definitely give him a shout out. But with just all yeah, that stuff was... going on, man, I just didn't keep up with the draft this year. I, it was just too much stuff, too much stuff. Usually the draft dominates the sports headlines. Mm-hmm. But with Mayweather, they agreeing to fight on May the 2nd, which, yeah, it was actually people dozing off to sleep I was. At, at our fight party. <laughs> and not... I was standing up. You stand up dozing? <laughs> It was a couple of people dozing. I, I think I dozed off for like 20 seconds at a time. A couple of times I did. That's just how boring that fight was. That fight was pretty awful. Pretty awful. For it to be a hundred dollars, I just I'm glad we. Well, I ain't gonna say it on yeah, air. Yeah. I just want to thank our provider for providing the the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. I put Pacquiao name first because I like Manny better than I do Floyd. Even though that was it was the Mayweather Pacquiao fight, but anyway, it was awful. Yeah, we're just gonna put it in alphabetical order. I mean, that's about all I can say about it. No, you know, Floyd probably would have got mad because his name wasn't said first in the promotions. If they would said Pacquiao Mayweather, he would have probably would have crap egg or something. Would he do? <laughs> But anyway, back to the draft. Um, I, I did watch some of the first round, and that's about the only thing I kept up with. But let's talk about some of these Auburn players. Um, who, Obama, who, okay. He went fifth round. Um, Sammy Coach went third round to the Steelers. Uh, I can't remember the other others, but Reese Dixmuth did not get drafted, which – I could not believe. Remington Award winner and the Remington Award finalist last season. Don't understand. I I didn't understand it either. It's a rumor. And then some rumors going along with that, so we won't even get involved in that. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it then. Yeah. You know, there's a rumor going around that we both heard that Reese Dismutes had been using the N-word to some of the Auburn players, um, yeah. other opponents, namely Texas and them opponents during that during that loss. 
Um, but CJ Uzama came to his today because his roommate and mm-hmm. quote unquote best friend said it didn't happen. But I really would like to hear that from the horse's mouth instead right. of hearing it from somebody else. Right. So, what alleged, alleged, uh, well, before, before before I give you my thoughts on that, allegedly he said that to one of one of my family members as well wow. at a gas station. Yes, uh, it was probably his freshman year, and they had some kind of altercation, and he dropped the the n word then. It's just an allegation. I'm not not sure, but my cousin was very upset about it, and they were going to pursue legal matters, but they they kind of let it go. Or whatever. Wow. My thoughts about it. Nobody needs to use their words. Not even black people, African Americans, whatever. Want to call ourselves in 2015? That word doesn't need to be used at all because either way it goes, if you send it to your homeboy with the GA at the end or or being derogatory with it with the ER at the end, that word still has to me a negative connotation. Now, somebody said to me, it don't bother, it doesn't offend me because you know why? I'm not that. I'm not that at all. And but, I agree with that. But I can understand somebody that that would, would take offense to it. Because of the ne- negative connotation that it has on mm-hmm. it, it just don't need to be used at all. Not in it's very popular in hip hop music. It just don't need to be used. If, if I feel like if we can use it, everybody else should be able to use it. Yeah, it shouldn't be like, well, you can't use this because this is a a, a a black word. You can't use this because this is a white word. You can't use it because it's a Chinese word. Well, if you and got one culture, you look stupid. Right. You know. So if one culture is using it, but then get offended with everybody else using it, well, I just be. don't understand because with hip hop music, everybody listen to hip hop music, young and old, all demographics, all in ethnicity. Mm-hmm. So if they hear a song with that word in it, one of their from their favorite artists. They gonna be feel, feel comfortable to use it too, and whatever connotation they want to use it in, they be like, "Well, That's such and such is using it. I, live, I I support them. I buy their music all the time. So why can't you? When you go to a concert and somebody's rapping or singing, dropping the n word in, in the song, and the crowd, he said, "I want you to sing my lyrics," or she said, "I want you to sing my lyrics." And they singing the dropping the n word in the lyrics, yeah, and it's yeah. all okay because oh we at a concert. Why you can't just say it? You and, know, and, that, and that's in the same context of you know calling a woman a bitch, or calling you know some other sort of name. The c word comes to to mind. You know, I, I hate that word. I don't like hearing it. Mm-hmm. I don't even like using it. But you know, double standards. Yes. That's what I, that's all it boils down to. Double standards. Too much double standards in our life. And I know Reese probably has some contrition for saying that. And I don't know how current that was last time he said it for the reason why he dropped. But I hope he's contrite about it and be able to move on from it. And then with him being a first, second round talent, 
I'm sure he won't have any problems getting on somebody's roster. But he did get signed by the Steelers, I think. Okay. Okay, if he did get signed by the Steelers, you know, the Rooney family there, that they are all about equality there, and I'm sure they will get him straightened out about that and make sure that doesn't happen or minimize it on, on their watch. Hopefully it doesn't happen again, at least in the public eye. You know, if you want to do it behind your closed doors or whatever, you know, that that's on you because mm-hmm. I don't judge anybody. But at the same time, you know, you can't use that word in, in society here because there are consequences. Yes. Some people get offended. Some people will kill you for it. You'll lose your job over it. There's so many different scenarios that that can cause a negative effect on your life by using that word. That's great. And That's I say great. to all the hip-hop artists, you don't need to be using it either. I agree. And um, I just wish that some people would actually hear this and actually hear people say and appeal to the to this and just be like, yes, he's right. This is what we should do. But you're not going to get that. And that's the unfortunate part of it. Exactly, exactly. And with that note, we're going to take another station break, and we'll be right back. We'll continue to talk about more about the NFL draft. Of course, I do want to talk about Sammy Coates going to the Steelers. That's a big-time pickup. So we'll be right back. Maximus asking them how we doing, it's never fearing these rappers, these rappers rapping about stupid shit, super sick, super sonic, atomic bomb in the game, who is this, this is Jake, is it safe to say I'm the man, I was losing my cool but I didn't say to my fans, bars as hard as a cinder block, cinder cop, I'm a murderer, breaking into the game and take rappers spots like a burglar, you got beef, I took burgers up, best believe that I'm serving them, swerving, crashing, I'm blasting off niggas softer than applesauce, pass the ball to my niggas, so my whole team went, make my way into the game and let my whole team in instantly snapping i'm snapping on beats dreaming and scheming thinking about a master plan doing the things that these niggas wishing they can thought it was over but i got my second win now let out sing Put my mind at ease, born to be a star, but astronomers couldn't find them, see? Rappers say they spitting, got me cracking up, let's get it cracking, lacking, been snapping track since when I was young. Young and I'm hungry for all accomplishments, please believe that I got plenty bars like a jungle gym. The world in the game in my hands, I juggling and crushing, I'm talking shit and I'm hushing, I'm hush or busting, it's just your attitude. Taking them back to school, I teach you a thing or two, too bad I can't hang with you. But me and my niggas working, we working, we trying to get it. Steady talking about hundreds, my mind is set on a million. I used to have dreams of being on stage, now I live it. Any track, I'ma kill it. Thought it was over. Think again. Take a deep breath. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I. 
Welcome back to Kingdom Underground Media. T-Rex, Jermaine, Wendy in the building. We're here talking about the NFL draft. We kind of got into some accusations that Reese is facing, if he was tuned in earlier. Uh, he played at Auburn Dismukes. He was an Auburn player, um, Remington Award winner and runner-up, and he didn't get drafted. So we was talking about uh, some racist comments that he probably had made during his career and outside of his career. But now we're going to talk about Sammy Coates, uh, him getting drafted in the third round. 87 overall. 87? 87 overall. 87 overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he is a good, good deep threat. Hands, I think he has to work on his hands a little bit more. Yeah, because he's more of a body catcher than he, right. than he is a hands catcher. So. And it's route running. Mm-hmm. If he gets that together, I think he's going to be – kind of remind me of uh, Terrell Owens. He yeah. could be he could be that dominant because uh, when you look at him, man, he's, he's very physically fit, built. And he has those long arms. Phil had long arms too. Mm-hmm. And I think with his physical build, if he can get the route running – down pack and get those hands to catch those balls and not dropping so much or catching against the body. I think he can be that that T.O. type player without without the attitude. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I mean, he's such a cerebral receiver. You know, when you look at it, I mean, he's the guy who graduated in three years, he, um, it's the only reason why he even left. Right. You know, the fact that he graduated in three years. You know, and he's going to a good to a good situation because you still have an elite quarterback in, in Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. You have an elite offensive line led by led by one of the Pouncey twins. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the deep threats there. You know, and his route running is going to become Chris. You know, and he's a big guy who could play tight end or the H-back. You know, how you, you know, however you want to put him in. You know, you mm-hmm. want to put him in the slot, you put him in the slot. You can put him out wide, put him, you know, wide, and doesn't run the post. I mean, so he he gives you a he gives you a matchup problem. Yeah, I, I, you think he's gonna have a great rookie year, thousand yards, fifty catches. I, I think fifty yard. I think fifty catches is, is very doable mm-hmm. because he's in a, a pass friendly offense. You know, and then they have Le'Veon Bell. And they have, you know, they have great running backs there. So you're gonna see a lot of passing. You're gonna see a lot of running. You're gonna see a lot of, a lot of that influence from Auburn that is integrated into the the Pittsburgh offense. So I mean, I can see him with 50 catches, a thousand yards, maybe a stretch. But I can, if if given the opportunity, yes. But, you know, Amari Cooper, you know, Kevin White, those those are two guys I can see 7,500 catches, mm-hmm. 1,200 yards, something like that, because they play, the, they play different. They have crisper routes. They're, a little, they're a step or two faster. Mm-hmm. And you can play them anywhere on the field. So I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, him being going the third round, I'm sure he will get some time. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Anyway, 
you know, to get in your... Because Antonio's still there, mm-hmm. right? And he's going to still be the number one receiver. Sammy probably be... Three or four. Three or four. He can be that tall, Heinz Ward-type receiver. Okay. Where he can go over the middle and catch the ball. As long as he catches the ball with his hands. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's that's one of the biggest things about him. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely shout out to those guys. Blackson guys. Yeah, the Blackson, yes, another another kid that went. He yeah. actually went third day. Okay. Uh, I can't remember what round. I know he went to the Titans. Oh yeah. Cap went to the uh, Panthers. Yes. Gabe Wright went to the Lions. And CJ again, fifth round went to Cincinnati. But I'll tell you one thing about CJ Uzama that I really love was the fact that he's a very very fast tight end mm-hmm. for a guy who's six five two sixty ran a four four ran a four five four forty mm-hmm. at pro day and uh, wasn't invited to to uh, the combine so I think that he can be that that guy that reliable tight end. Very good run blocker, very good pass blocker, can catch the ball, you know, when given an opportunity to. So, uh, I think that he'd be great. I think so, too. I think he's going to be pretty. I think <laughs> Auburn didn't utilize him enough. I think he's going to be big time in the NFL with that kind of speed and that size. And he can catch the ball because I remember some of the, the passes that he, mm-hmm. he caught from Nick Marshall. Of course, uh, the game winner they caught during the uh, the national championship runner-up season. I think he caught caught that game-winning touchdown against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. He got the hands and he has a speed and he can pass and run block. I think he's going to be a pretty good. He's going to be probably one of the steals of the draft. I'm not I just saying it. this because you know we Auburn fans, or whatever. But I just feel like that this dude's going to he's going to ball mm-hmm. out in the NFL because he has all the skill set. And hopefully he has the work ethic and the passion to to come in there and and, and do it because he's gonna be big time. He's got a chance. Got to be. He's gonna I be mean, with Tyler Eifert there, you know, the Notre Dame product. Uh, oh, yeah, they do got all those um, tight ends. Mm-hmm. Gresham so, still there too. Mm-hmm. Man, okay. See, I mean, you got three. You got three reliable tight ends, and mm-hmm. of course, like again, you can put Ozama in in the, in the slot. And let him sure. run route. So, you know, and he's a great pass blocker too. So you can move him to fullback if you yeah. want to use him that, like that. That's true. That's true. And then, of course, uh, Nick Marshall, uh, he got picked up as a free agent. Did and he go to Seattle or the? Uh, no. Um. Ah, who went to Seattle? Florida went to Seattle. I can't remember. It was. We're looking that up right now, but Nick Marshall, he, he's going in as a cornerback, but you can use him as a uh, Jacksonville uh, slot receiver, a wildcat. If they even still going to run that in the NFL, they can run uh, the read option with him. He's he's a very athletic individual. He can pl- probably probably can play multiple positions. And you know, honestly, I think he could be a quarterback cause also. You know, being six one, but he's got a rocket arm. I yeah. mean, 
if you look at some of the passes that you've heard about from Mark Rick, from what you saw in the in the Alabama game where he just torched that secondary over 500 yards. So, I mean, he can – if you give him a chance to be a quarterback, he can be a reliable quarterback. Do I think he'll be a starter? No. No. Nickel, nickelback? <laughs> yeah. And play in some of the nickel packages? Or play for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, <laughs> Rider Nation in the building. I mean, so – I mean, like, you know – I can see him being a Canadian quarterback, you know, because they have the relatively shorter quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And then I can also see him being a reliable quarterback because he is a a killer. <laughs> I mean, I've seen him when he played at Georgia mm-hmm. to steamroll guy. So, I mean, I can see him doing either one. That's good. We'll definitely we'll give a shout out to all the Auburn players. War Eagle to you, and I hope that, that your professional career goes as planned. If not, you all came from a very prestigious school. Hopefully that you all got your degrees so you can have something to fall back on. If not, you can still go to college while you're playing, just like like, um, like Cam. Cam is doing. And he's always here during the spring. And he's scheduled to graduate in August. Oh, Okay. Now they have one class, so. Okay. Okay, so hey, Cam comes down for spring and summer terms to, to, to work on his degree, and that's, man, I really salute him on that. Congratulations, Cam, for getting your degree. Uh, he will be getting his degree in August, August, the summer term graduation. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man, that, that, that's very good. I, I, I respect athletes like that. He's making tons of money in the NFL. He's a big-time quarterback, and he has all these endorsements, but yet he still want to come back and get his degree because, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, football is going to have to end at some point. Right. He's going to have something to fall back on. And I just hope people can can go that route or go the route of some of the athletes that have continued to make money and provide for their family outside of football and not go bankrupt. I think the statistic is it's like 65% or more. Mm-hmm. Um, goes bankrupt five years after playing football or playing any professional sport. And I just think that that's that's a sad statistic that we need to try to, you know, knock down. I would agree. Now, Corn Bray, did he get drafted by anybody? Now, he didn't get drafted, but I don't think he got signed either. Okay. So, um... Yeah, he's a, a local product from out of LaGrange, Georgia, which is about... 10 to 15 minutes mm-hmm. from where we are broadcasting. We are right outside of Auburn, Alabama. We are kind of considered in the metro Atlanta area. We are about 45 minutes from the airport of Atlanta, Georgia. We're right on the Alabama-Georgia line. So we are just right down the street. <laughs> like people say, we're just right mm-hmm. down the street from Atlanta. But yeah, I, Bray was a, was a very good receiver. He, he played all four years there. And he, he was never red-shirted. I think he played his true freshman year, right? True Correct. freshman year, yeah. Yeah, he, he's pretty good. He's 5'10", he runs a 4'4", 40. He, he can definitely be some kind of specialist for any team mm-hmm. out there uh, playing on a kick kick return squad or, or being on a punt returner. And he, he definitely, definitely has that skill set to uh, contribute. 
uh, do wish him a lot of luck. And I, that's another guy I hope that he did mm-hmm. take his education yeah, he seriously. He did graduate in December. He so did graduate. December graduation. Okay. Definitely congratulations to Quan Bray. But moving along from the NFL draft, we really ain't got too much to say about the playoffs. We were kind of already um, talked about that a little bit. But we are 125 days away from college football season. Oh, man. Don't, uh, 125 days. That's, that still seems like a world away. But before you know it, it'll be the fall coming coming around the corner. We ain't even made it to summer yet. But, yeah, so let's skip summer. <laughs> And go on to the fall and start some college football where we can tailgate and watch some good football and just have a, have a really, really good time. But before we get started on our next topic, we'll be talking about something a little more serious that's going on in our country. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer. It's Sunday morning. And if my baby calls till it rain here, it's Sunday morning. The bar is closing down again. Me and all my ratty friends. I think the sun's coming up again. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. Another Sunday morning, another weekend worth of kicking it. Now I'm sitting on the couch and mentally reliving it. Guess I'll chalk it up. It's just a part of the fast life. A stranger's in my room and she looked so much better last night. The radio's loud. Someone turn this shit down. In my living room, it looks like a fraternity house. Man, I swear to God, I regret this shit every Sunday. I'm in dire need of a Tylenol and a Gatorade. My stomach hurts, man. I know I blew a lot of cash. But I'd be lying if I said that I ain't have a blast. The weekend's gone. I can't believe it again. But I know on Friday, I'll be drinking again. So let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer. It's Sunday morning. And if my baby calls, cut her right here. It's Sunday morning. The bar is closing down again. Me and all my ratty friends. I think the sun's coming up again. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. I lost my rent money. I'm about to get evicted. On top of that, my fat ass woke up next to a midget. And all that I remember was us kicking it and laughing. And then I woke up like, what the fuck happened? I swear, every Sunday morning, I feel like a bad guy. There's a dude sleeping on my floor with a black guy. I lost my wallet, man. I must have left it at the bar. I got my keys, but I still can't find my car. So I'm just sitting here staring at the ceiling, feeling with such a gut-wrenching feeling, the weekend's gone. I can't believe it again, but I know on Friday, I'll be drinking again. So let me light a cigarette and drink me a beer. It's Sunday morning, and if my baby calls, tell her I ain't here. It's Sunday morning, the bar is closing down again. Me and all my ratty friends, I think the sun's coming up again. Sunday morning, yeah, yeah, it's 
Welcome back to King of Underground Media. T-Rex, Jermaine, Wendy in the building. We are here. The sun has gone down on our set, but that doesn't mean we are going to finish <laughs> or stop or end the show. We do have an hour left, and then at the bottom of the hour, we do have our special guest coming in, D. Shep. Definitely looking forward to having him on. It's been a long time waiting to get him on the show. Like I said, we had some some difficulties going on in our last couple of episodes. This is our actually our first official episode since we interviewed the Black Ink crew, Puma and Kwani. But thank God that we have gotten our technical difficulties straightened out. We are into an hour of the podcast. And I just want to say thank you all for tuning in. You, know, you can find us online at kingofundergroundmedia.com. You can follow me at Live by Terrence. You can follow Wendy at underscore W-R-E-N-E-E. You can follow Jermaine at jhouston17. We do have those same names on Instagram. I think his name is actually spelled out Jermaine Houston 17 on yeah. Instagram. But you can definitely find us if you could just you know, do a Google search on Live by Terrence or King Underground Media. You'll find the T-Rex name, Live by Terrence name. You'll find Wendy's name, Jermaine's name, Hype Magazine, College Underground Radio, TuneIn, iTunes. You'll find some kind of link to us. But now we're going to be talking about what's been going on in Baltimore recently with the protests and everything. You know, uh, definitely a RIP to Freddie Gray. Uh, he was laid to rest this this week, well, last week. Which today is a new week, but last week, and it was a lot of riots going on, peaceful protests, and people out there just acting a the fool to take advantage of the, the situation to get some free stuff and loot and just destroy communities that don't have anything to do with, with, with the death of Freddie Gray and what happened to him. And you know what was so funny before I let you uh, have your take on it? Everybody was always, first thing, people were hollering about race, race, white cops and this and that. They are white cops always gunning down, uh, unarmed black people and stuff like that. And even a lady out of uh, East Point, Georgia, or somewhere in that uh, metro Atlanta area right up the road from us, got arrested for making threats on Facebook about killing all white cops. But... I guess people fail to realize what color the cops were when they got charged with murder when an autopsy came back showing that it was a homicide that killed Freddie Gray that mm-hmm. severed his spine. It was three black cops and three white cops. So I was like, mm-hmm. People always want to holler about race and everything, but, you know, I'm a spiritual person. So I, I know it's a bigger, bigger, bigger than race than what the media is trying to portray. I agree. People don't want to talk about that. They want to. They want to dumb it down to where you can cause a conflict with everybody. So, oh, it's a black and white thing. So then they, they, they start some kind of race war. But it's bigger than that. It's a spiritual war. But I just want to get your take on that. Just my personal personal belief. And my wife. So we we, we talk. We had a discussion about this all the time about how the media or just how people just think it's a, it's, it's a white man's problem and, and, and or the white man causing all this to happen. That's not the case. And I, it, it kind of bothered me for people to think like that because I don't know about you, my personal life, I don't feel oppressed. I have freedom. I have got every job that I wanted to get or that was meant for me. Mm-hmm. 
It doesn't matter if I was black, white, purple, green, Chinese, Korean, Asian, or whatever. I didn't experience that. And even if I was going through something where I wasn't getting anything, I won't just blame, like, blame a white man or a black man or anybody. Blame yourself because we have a free will. We live in a free will society. <laughs> so uh, enough with my rant. <laughs> I just want to know what, what's your thought about it. Well, I'm I'm say just like this. When it comes to the race thing, shut up. Because one, you don't make any sense. Two, you don't know the full facts. Three, you're taking advantage of a situation that you shouldn't even take advantage of. Four, most importantly, you know the people who started this were high school kids. Right. You know, and everybody talks about this this one woman who beat the hell out of her kids. <laughs> you know. I got to come in on that when you get the And when it was just one, it should have been <laughs> more than one. And when you look at it from that perspective, and the same thing that Ray Lewis said, it takes a village to raise a child. Right. Why mess up your town? This ain't what this is built about. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been through too much to let this happen. Exactly. Kids, take your ass home. Shut up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, that that's just the way I personally feel about it. Because... Y'all don't know what's going on. Mm. Did we know full facts? We didn't know anything until Thursday afternoon when those autopsy results were shown. When um, that attorney showed the DA mm-hmm. come out, read her to her little grand, spiel. By the way. Mhm. And now you're hearing things, and now you want to turn peaceful. You should have been peaceful in the first place. So, in that perspective, you should get. Never mind, never mind. Because I'm, 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 I'm went off on the deep end just then. Yeah, I'm sorry. You, Whatever you, you wants to say, I don't, I don't I ever mean, use profanity. I just don't use it as, unless I'm really, really angry. But it's not that I'm angry, but I want to get a point across. Yeah. When you put yourself. In an adult situation, mm-hmm. as a teenager, mm-hmm. you should expect adult consequences. Right. Now, these rides with these kids should have never happened because they should have sat their ass down, <laughs> shut the hell up, get your education, and all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Jermaine is getting very adamant and, 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 and into this. But we're, we're going to take a quick station break. We're going to take a quick station break. And then I'm going to take, I want to talk about that lady in general, the mom of the year. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about her in just a minute. But we'll be right back, y'all. See Ham on the track. You know how we do it, man. Oh, boy, I see these 
Hustlers Corner, everybody on you. Uh-huh. Step into our stadium. Uh-huh. You know what we about to do. Come and represent your colors, but you leaving black and blue. We back. We back. Once again. Once again. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your friends. Tell your friends. See it's time. See it's time. Once again. Once again. Move back out the stadium and watch them win. Walking all begins to crunk on Just and chill your bones You don't believe me, pack your bags We'll meet you at the Georgia Dome
Look at the flick of that wrist. Catching plays. Catching plays. Oh. I woke up feeling like I was on the moon. I woke up feeling like I need a honey go. Look at the flick of that wrist. 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 I woke up feeling like I was on the moon. I woke up feeling like I need a honey goat. Some niggas in my sleep trying to catch a beat. Some bitches in my sleep trying to fuck for free. Catch it, play on these niggas. Touchdown. I'm my own quarterback. Put my team on. Luxury. That's all I see. Look at the flick of that wrist. Got them on me. I don't see niggas, I don't see niggas, California loud, got me lit niggas, I'm the shit niggas, take a bitch niggas, you better duck fool, boy you get hit niggas, catching plays, catching plays, oh, I woke up feeling like I was on the moon, I woke up feeling like I need a honey go. Look at the flick of that wrist. 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 Like she read it. Hit up with that folk. Now she screaming and she yelling. Walking wet, wheelies in a fresh pair of Giuseppe's. Nigga, I'm spilling this sauce around. Yeah, fresh pair of Giuseppe's. Watch a nigga drip. Chopper, make a nigga flip. Bloody bitches on a nigga. Boy, you swear I was a pimp. Red on the bottom of my kick. I'm flicking my wrist. I'm flipping my bitch like a brick. Nigga, drip. I'm catching plays, chilling with my youngest. I'm on 10, with about 10. Butterflies in my stomach. I like Dita, rock a roll it. Call my jury, cost a hundred. Call a nigga, brain, so now he a dummy. Catching plays, catching plays. Oh. I woke up feeling like I was on the moon. I woke up feeling like I need a honey go. Look at the flick of that wrist. 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 Look at the flick of that wrist.
people still searching for this truth here. Hey, what you doing, man? Uh. Hey, your world just living in it. Maybe I can get a word. Yeah. Uh. Boston, Massachusetts. Home with the pride of music. Through the months of that, I can get away. Through the time and the sun, I can get away. Hey, baby, I can get away. I can get away. Yeah. I'm so dumb, I'm so dumb. Still pushing more driving and new bands. Still gotta say aim for the loose ends. Betting fools, I can pay dues with my two cents. I'm hippie paint to your gray world. Black and white through the crowd like they were. They showing true color when you take away the pigment. Still ain't the same. When you take away the difference in it. Blasting it all, vivid and flying with no engine. They running with all gimmick. Uh. Right about the blue like a Scott Bell. Stand back, sit calm like a Seinfeld. Faded in the mind. A 9 5 product at a time. Two navigation, new direction for the blind. 24 7 battle against time with a 617 on the side. Let it ride. I hear Cali for the in and out Got the normal scene on a different route So they wonder what the kid about Meet it from the views, never know it till you live it out 90 minute winning from records that I was kicking on Living by the minute, don't gotta capture the image Ain't it dag, how me and music could get along New control, mood switching with a different song Since gon' hit him like a chill pill pop Rhyme game pacing at the L kid's jock I love it for what it is, I hate it for what it's not I'm no ass no, no, Mac, no, Adam's not you, not them. No, With the lights on my own, I set the stage through the balance of the stones. I get away. Through the minds of the best, I can get away. If I'm not what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Hey. I can get away. Ain't on time, I can get away. Ain't on a getaway. Uh, new fellas ain't rockin' in. Uh, same mix just droppin' in. Uh, why you sound like lots of them? Well, can't be the better jacket than through the lights of my own. I get away. New mic, new stage, new life, new game, new price, same vision, new hype. If I can get away. At Seeds Crib. If I can get away. Like a villain on a getaway. See the pedal break. Like TV, 
girl in 3D. Bad bitch in the club, first nominee. I wanna take her to the teller, what I foresee. Roll hard, roll strong, LS. Can't buy no song QVC. Shotty got me going to stack your drink. Back to the King of Underground Media. I am T Rex. We got Jermaine in the building and Wendy. We are here just chilling on a lovely Sunday. Um, I know we was going to talk about uh, more about the riots that's going on in Baltimore, but I will. Uh, we will uh, it's not riots, protests that's going on in, in Baltimore, but we'll wrap that up toward the end of the show. We definitely want to bring on our guests. It's been three weeks in the making, and I just want to say we're looking forward to having D Shep on in just a few minutes. I did want to do a little brief introduction on him. Um, he's from the Miami area, and he has dropped a couple of mixtapes, Rent Money and Eviction Notice. He is one of the top up-and-coming artists that you're going to be hearing on the FM station, the Satellite Radio, if you haven't already. Uh, we want to welcome D-Shep to the show. 
D Shep, how you doing tonight? What's good, boss? I'm hanging on What's good with you? Uh, another blessed day. Uh, definitely an honor to have you on the show, and, and just thank you for uh, your patience and, and coming on to the show tonight. No, I appreciate that. It's a blessing to be on. Oh, likewise, likewise. Now, uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, I know uh, you are from the Miami area. Uh, what is it like growing up in that area and, and, and trying to come up in the, in the hip-hop world? I mean, coming up in Miami, you know, it's, it's, I won't say it's difficult. It's different because, you know, Miami is a dancing city. You understand what I'm saying? So with Miami being a dance city, and basically the the music scene from Miami was basically influenced by Uncle Luke. So you know when Trick Daddy came out, and then you know Trina, and then you know we had a few artists, and then you know Ross really influenced it. So I mean in the beginning it was difficult, but now you know it 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 is lightening up to to the hip hop scene. Now I know you be all own sound, um, pretty much have, have created your own lane. I knew you mentioned some of the, the great artists of the, pretty much of all times in hip-hop with, with Luke and Trick Daddy and Rick Ross. Uh, so the land that you have created, um, what kind of market that you are trying, trying to gain or uh, the following that they might not have to, uh, picked up on uh, as far as the dancing and, and you know, Rick Ross uh um, being more on a serious note in his music. I mean, well, the, uh, the lane I'm trying to go down is uh, like, like I'm, I'm basically trying to get away from that. And not even saying Miami is on there at this current moment, but I just, I just try to create my own sound and my my signature sounds. I, I, I want to be to the point where you hear a beat and you know that's me. And when, you know, once in that type of song I, that you know that's me immediately. So I just I, I'm trying to create more of a serious style, like you know, no, not so much, you know, what it was already. Like my music is based upon life experiences. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it, when you listen to my music, you hear a lot of stories, a lot of different messages. you know, I'm uh, I'm a type of person I don't really wait on nobody. So you know, it came a time where, you know, I, a lot of songs I was doing was being put on hold because I couldn't get the exact feature that I was. And so, you know, hell, I, I, you know, whatever. I'm going to sing this song myself. So I, I think I found a way to translate my message and to the to the point where people accept it the way I've been doing it so far. This is Jermaine. And uh, my question, the question I have to you is, uh, you come from an athletic background. How did you get into music? Well, I always, I always had a, a genuine interest in it. And, you know, it kind of like started start off writing poetry. But, you know, I, everything I kind of did, I, I did it to myself. But, you know, I think, like, you know, like, I feel, me personally, I feel like two of the hardest fields to be accepted in is a comedian and being a rapper. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Because, like, you can, you can be a comedian, you can get on stage and tell jokes. And if you ain't funny, you're like, yeah, you're going to get booed. And then it, 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 you're a rapper and your balls ain't hard. It's pretty much the same as that thing. So basically, I was kind of like rap and kept it to myself, but and it was to the point where I just realized that you know I couldn't play ball no more. I always knew how to rap, so I just I got my my manager TJ, and he also my best friend. You know, he, he kind of like pushed me to you know start doing my music and taking it serious. So I just basically started recording and recording. I just started like you know lightly letting people hear my music, and I was getting a good response. So you know, at the end of the day. 
I just, you know, decided to start putting the music out slowly but surely and start growing and growing and growing. So that's pretty much how I got into it. Now, the question I have for you is, which one of those do you love more or that, or it comes easy to you, being an athlete or being a, a hip-hop artist? Honestly, dude, I, I would say it's both the same because, honestly, you know, uh, playing ball, I've been playing ball since I was four years old. You know okay. what I'm saying? And I, and, and I was one of those people who, like, the coach would get on you. Like, man, could okay. you imagine if you actually worked hard and went yes. to the gym, that, how much better you would be? But I always, like, it was, I was the best one on the field without working out. I was the best one on the field without working out. I was just one of them ones who, like, I, I was a poor example to teammates. Like, you know, I didn't go to work out. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. But when it came down to, when it, it was game time, I would, I would do what I was supposed to do. I was shine to the point where, you know, I was one of the top, not only top running backs in the country, but one of the top ball players overall in the country. So when when all that went down, you know, and, and it was pretty much the same thing with music. But, I, I you know, I, 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 I work much harder in music, but the the the, the, the music comes just, just the same as the, the football. The, you know, I'm able to go in the studio and I would hear a beat and I'm immediately come up with a concept that basically relates to my life and situations I've gone through. So would you say basically that your music is like an autobiography? Yeah? Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Every every song, every song, every situation um, is, is pretty much what I'm going through. Personally, what I'm going through at this moment right now and things that I've got going on and whether it's, Experience that me and my friends I went through is is everything is like it's no lies in my music. Everything is one hundred percent true. Now we got a song from you called Legendary that we're gonna play in just a few moments. Uh, can you tell us about about that track and and what was your your inspiration of, of making that? Oh, well, I heard the beat and um my in house producer he made the beat. And um, but I I just heard it and um, it was just something that I always it, it was always going on. Soon as soon as I heard the beat, that the word legendary came in my mind. So it was just like everything I ever did and everything I ever do, I always want to be the best at it. And, and it's, I think it's the difference between being good and being great and being legendary. Because I feel like if you sit there and and you just you accept mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's what it would be. Everything would be mediocre. So I just like I always try to strive and be better than what I'm supposed to be. Like everything I do, whether I'm in the streets, I want to be legendary. Whether I'm in the booth, I want to be a legend. Everything I do, I try to be legendary. No doubt, no doubt. We're gonna check out this track from you, D Shep with Legendary. We'll be right back with more D Shep. I'm just trying to be legendary Cause getting money where I'm from Is something that's necessary No other choice Never seen a broke nigga Rolling a Rolls Royce Never been a fuck nigga That's on my old boy My ambitions are something specific To be legendary You gotta be more than just get sick And my existence is defined By more than my presence I'm so persistent I'm inclined by more than a necklace I'm from the era of whatever So if the hook catches 
Gucci, then it's considered clever. But never would I sell my soul just for a nigga single to go go. I'm standing ten toes to all this other shit unfold. And Lord knows I'm underrated. And saying shut can spit is an understatement. Gene said my time coming, so be patient. So until then, I'm just back and forth pacing, chilling, waiting for my time to come. Speak of the grace, they say he put you in the mind of them. I'm talking park big and trick if you combining them. I'm shining, huh? I'm just waiting for my time to come. My time to come. I'm just trying to be the best that I can be. Boy, 
he was one of them, like, you know, everybody's getting the chart. And they'd be like, man, put it on this and I'm going to listen to that. And he was like, boy, yeah, in my car, you listen to what I want to listen to. <laughs> my dad is from Kansas City, Missouri, you feel me? So, okay. and, and, and like we said, he listens to nothing but the oldies, like, you know, like Ohio players. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Marvin Gaye and, and uh, Average White Band and stuff like that. So, I it, it got to, and I didn't even realize why I was happy, but he was and he played that music so much and it was to the point where I found myself and I learned that music and I actually started enjoying that music which I think honestly I get a lot of my melodic you know melodies from and stuff when I put hooks and stuff on beats and things like that you feel me yeah that's because the reason why he asked that question we kind of picked up on that that you had some some other musical influence outside of hip hop especially with, with, the, with the hooks and everything mm-hmm. that you've done on there so we just wanted right. to know who was some of the um, other artists that you you might have listened to or you know picked up on to kind of add to to the flavor that you have going into your music. Yeah, I mean, I think as a, as a, at that early age, I think it was it was like the, it was the bands I just named with my father. But before mm-hmm. I actually start, before I actually started like like putting music out, I used to kind of listen to like anything I could listen to. You understand what I'm saying? Because you know, mm-hmm. basically, I was like I I was one of them dudes who. I would listen to a lot of love songs, like you understand what I'm saying, because you know I used to take lines from love songs and recite them to women. Like I go to get the old, uh, the old love songs and recite them to them and say lines that I know they never heard of. So at the same time, I'm sitting there listening to them, but I always kind of picked up on things with it. It always kind of played a part in my mind and things. And I, like I'm, the, I'm the type like I could be listening to a song and I would hear a word in a song. And, and, and it's like that one word would trigger me to be able to complete another song. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be a moment in the song. It'll just remind me of something. And I'm, I'm, I'm running to the studio, and I'm coming up with the beat, and I'm coming up with the concept, and I'm, I'm going to complete that song off of a word. The word could have been that. And, when, and, and the way you use that word, that, in that sequence, inspired me to make that song. You feel me? So basically, you saying that you was a player back in the day, <laughs> huh? <laughs> you know, you know, like I said, my, my old boy was from Kansas City. Like my my daddy was Kansas City. You know, it, it was, and I think coming from Kansas City, he came. He moved to the Purple City because you know wearing loud, loud orange and blue suits was permitted down in Miami. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> like you, you can do that. Miami one of the only cities you can get away with wearing. A, a, a neon yellow suit and, and pink suits and stuff like that is itself because we're a flamboyant city. Like everything we do, you know, we, we try to stand out in it. You know, so, so just seeing my father be that way and be as as outgoing and, and, and when it came to dressing, because my daddy was a cool dude. Like, my daddy, like I swear, it, it, it's funny that we see him talking about it because my daddy, like, he never raised me as his son. He was like, he raised me as a man. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm talking about at the age five and six. My old boy was telling me about women, and he was telling my friends about women. He was telling me how you're supposed to do women, and this is what you're supposed to do to a woman, and this and that. So, and and, and when it came to playing ball, like, you know, I could have been 10. My daddy never allowed me to play ball with the 10 year olds. I had to go play ball with him. You understand what I'm saying? So, I'm getting beat up, and I'm getting bullied on the court. And he's like, well, you know, if you don't want to get bullied, I'm going to do something about it. So, I'm playing with grown men, but then when it came time to. You know what I'm saying? Play with kids my age, it was easy. You understand what I'm saying? I had to put the work in, it was easy. But, yeah, 
But oh boy, I, I basically got a lot of ways from old boy. Now, as far as the athletic side of you, who who is out there professionally or can be collegiate or anybody that's that's active or not active now that you could compare your <coughs> skills to on, on that level or someone that's compared to you, you know, as far as your, your skill level on, on the athletic court? Um, who would I compare myself to? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I wouldn't compare myself to him because I'm older than him, but mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of a lot of people compare like the way I played the game. Like, um, what's the young boy's name? He just got drafted um, from Georgia. Um, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Gurley. Oh man. You understand what I'm saying? Because I was, you know, like me right now. I'm, I'm, I'm six one. And, I mean, in college, I was, you know, I was six one. 225 pounds, and I was the fastest one on the team, and I had a 40-inch vertical leap, and 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 I, I can get out there and I can play receiver, and I would return kicks, and I would return punts. I did everything, and you know, being that big, you're not supposed to be able to do all that stuff. You understand what I'm saying? So I would, I, I can get the ball, and I can run you over, or I can get the ball and get the toss, and I will run around you. I would get open field, and I shake you and run away from it. Like it, it was my own, basically my own stupidity is the only reason why. Like, 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 it's like if you go to Miami now and you come down and you'd be like, they, you act about D. Shep, they'll be like, it's still a, 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 a whole bunch of people out here. And when you say the name D. Shep, mm-hmm. you still think about football. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah, okay. D. Shep, he can rap, he can spit, but that boy, that boy can play some ball. That's like down here they say that boy can run that field. And that boy was getting that field and running. So it, it's it's still and you know basically my more my family is more into the, my like my family is more like put it like my family still kind of disappointed at the fact that I'm not playing NFL football. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like, like I think they got over it, but like yeah, you talented in music and all that stuff. But if you just wouldn't have been a knucklehead, everybody would been okay. <laughs> everybody. But I, but I played with a lot of dudes. Um, at Trail Road, uh, Frank Gore. Yeah, Frank Gore in high school. We had a uh, we had a national televised football game where our, uh, his team played against my team, and our high school was right down the street from each other. And it was a nationally televised game, and I think like he had like two fifty, and I had like two fifty and five touchdowns each. Like we we lit like we lit the screen up that night. <laughs> uh, I, and, and and one of my best friends was Sean Taylor. God bless the dead. So we, we I just came up around a whole bunch of real authentic ball players. You feel me? Mhm. So I can I can definitely say that you were one of Day County Broward County's finest ever players. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now, with, with with your athletic background, you say you started playing since you were four. Do you miss that side of D. Shell since you have continued on with success in 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 the music that you are doing? Do I? I don't think I miss it because I still I I still take that football and that just being you all know playing ball. You can't be no chump. Like it, it, you couldn't back down from nothing. So I that same mindset and that mentality, and I was a hell of a talker. Like, like, I think I can talk better than anybody on that field. So I, I think I use that same mentality and that mind state in what I'm doing today for the simple fact that I'm I'm one of the ones who think, like, 
you can't beat me until you beat me. And then and then when I see you and you beat me, you have to beat me again the next time you see me. You understand what I'm saying? So you like so basically if you if you beat me, you gonna have to beat me every time you see me. And and, and you gonna and to the point you're gonna get tired of beating me. And we're gonna have to keep going. So like I'm I'm not backing down from nothing. I'm like I feel like when I decide to do it, I feel like I'm the best at it. I was playing football, I was the best at it. So when I decided to do to do rap, I'm I, I didn't come out with my music until I felt like I was the best at it. So and I being from Dade County is I think we get a bad rap as far as like the type of music we make. But I mean like a few weeks ago I went on Sway on the Sway in the morning show. And, and I, I stood next to Egg Sermon, and I, and I, I feel like I wild the room. You understand what I'm saying? Just the fact that, because like, cause when he put a beat on, and it was like, um, he was like, like you know, he was like, uh, this is the slowest beat I got. So obviously, me being from Miami, you got to give me the slow beat, right? You understand what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it was somebody from, it was, a, it was a New York dude in there, and it was a Chicago dude in there, and it was a Miami dude in there. So of course gonna get that mind dude that slow beat you understand what i'm saying you did so so, so so i feel like they, we already looked at it in a certain way so i feel like like i make music i feel like i make music i make extra music i make this type of music but at the same time when it's time for me to get in there and and, and spit i feel like i can bang and go boss the ball with them to anybody you understand what i'm saying so if you had to give any kind of advice to our young listeners or to anybody who's trying to aspire to do anything in their life, what was the what, what would be the one thing you think? Just keep going. If 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 that's what if music is what you want to do, keep going. That, don't never stop. But that like it's gonna be obstacles. There's gonna be things that you face when you're doing it, and they're gonna tell you that you can't do this and this don't sound right. And and because I just look at it from this perspective, that I. Think about it. Maybe some of the hit songs that are out today. Just think about it. Some of the hit songs that's out today. I personally feel like if I was a homeboy and I was in the studio with them and they said they recorded that song and if I was sitting there, I'd have been like, hell no. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like hell no. That's like that, that's that, that's terrible right there. No, that don't sound good right there, bro. But they put that song out and that song became a hit. Whatever song it is, you understand what I'm saying? So regardless of what anybody tell you, if it's what you want to do and that's what you feel like is right, you do that. Now, we do have another song by you called Who I Am the Judge, but before we get to that song, uh, tell us about the album that you currently have out now called Identity Crisis. Uh, what inspired you to uh, put that album together and to come up with that album title? Identity Crisis basically was still from me being frustrated with things that was going on because you you know it, it's kind of like people can hear your music and be like damn man you wrong like you wrong you wrong good you man your music this your music that like they brag and boast about you so much mm-hmm. but when it's time to show how much they like your music things are kind of absent you understand what I'm saying so it's kind of like I know I've been I I'm, I've been making a certain type of music and and I think people lose themselves because people lose themselves in who they are when they doing music. When they get in financial situations, and that, and, and that may that may not only be just because of, that may be anything. People lose themselves because of money when money comes into it. But I've been fortunate, I've been blessed to the point where I don't need I can, finances. Finances and my music will never 
you know, change me. So basically, it's kind of like I kind of like been frustrated making this Identity Crisis album, and then you know, I, I like I took I basically took uh, some of my favorite artists and artists who influenced me to do music, basically, you know, Trick Daddy, Ti. Easy Gang, Ross, like them. I took they, I took the basis of their music and I put it in one. And so I basically, like, give skits going out the music. I basically say, okay, this type of music got bass. Okay, but if you want me to make this type of music, I can do it. But I maybe I come in and do a trick daddy skit. And I and I give you one song that sounds like a song that trick and bass. Because I, I, I know for a fact, if this same exact song, if Trick did this same exact song, it would be a hit. Because mm-hmm. Trick did it. But because and I and I do and I'll be game and I'll be like I'll rap with the game and then I give you a song. Well, if game rap this famous that song, it would be a hit record. If Jeezy right. rap this song, it would be a hit record, and that's why I call it Identity Crisis. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Now, are there any shout outs you would like to give out tonight? Now, I'd like to give a shout out to my uh, my team CCG Seven Forty. And you know, every time just to clear it up, CCG is chopper chain game. You know, you know, everybody around me got a chop on the chain. And that twenty seven forty, twenty seven forty basically is how much twenty seven forty is how much money you got to make every single day to become a millionaire in a year. You understand what I'm saying? So, so you make twenty seven hundred. And forty dollars every single day for a year straight, you're mean. So that's 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 what I inspire the people around me to do, and how hard I inspire them to hustle. Like, that's your goal. You got to make twenty seven hundred dollars every single day. But I want to give a shout out to the CCG twenty seven forty. I want to give a shout out to Down South, Dade County. Down South is an area where we that's where we from. Randa, Florida City, Homestead, Goose, Pete Ryan. That's just you know it. it uh, and I'm, I'm trying my best to bring light and shine light on our situation. So if I got to go out and go out and do these battles and, and ball for ball with everybody, I'm going to do that. But, yeah, just shout out to everybody down south and everybody who out who following the dream and trying to put their music on. Just keep going, bro. Oh, yeah. And and, and also, where can we find you online? Oh, D-Shut World. You got d com and it's D-Shut World Twitter. D Shut World, Instagram, D Shut World, everything. D S H E P World. D Shep, I want to thank you for coming on the show tonight. We do want you to introduce this last song that's going to take our show out. And and also, anytime that you want to come back on the show, you're always welcome to come on or any material you want us to promote for you. Uh, you can send it to us as well. And it's definitely an honor to have you on. I appreciate that. This, this, this. This is my this is my first single off the Seek and Destroy album, my Seek and Destroy project. First single, Who Am I to Judge? Be Shop. Believe that. How you say you getting it, we ain't never seen you spin it. How you say you own it, we ain't never seen you in it. How you say it's yearn and we seen your dog with it, man. A lot of these niggas broke, man. It's just my opinion. All this faking in this lodge really got me offended. If you don't want no problems, bitch, you better keep your distance. If you ain't got them choppers, then you better mind your business. Niggas say they on the grind, but never seen them in the trenches. All this money that I'm getting got these niggas in they feelings. The way I make this paper got them thinking that I print it. I seen you posting pictures of that car that you was whipping. I know 
know that shit was rented. Thought you had me fooled in it. I seen you in the club, but you ain't tipping when they stripping. And yeah, you got a bottle, you and ten niggas split it. I seen you wearing blue, throwing seeds, but you ain't crippin'. Guess being a fuck nigga really make you feel different. Niggas say they life a movie, let's just call it Pulp Fiction. Niggas must be on the same drugs that they swear they dealin'. They say they from the hood, but I ain't never seen them visit. Niggas chef face good, and I ain't got a fucking blemish. How you say you gettin' it, we ain't never seen you spinning. How you say you own it, we ain't never seen you in it. How you say it's yearn, and we see your dog with it. Man, a lot of these niggas broke, man, it's just my opinion. But who am I to judge? It's just my opinion. But who am I to judge? That's <laughs> just my opinion. Talking about what I ain't got, now nigga, I ain't into that. Only time you ballin' when your bitch get an income tax. Then you take it all and hit the mall and say you flippin' that. A week later, dead broke, damn nigga, picture that. Say you foreign with me, damn nigga, where you whippin' it? Say you pippin' hoes, tell a nigga where they trickin' it. Team got them bodies, damn nigga, where your killers at? Niggas say they real, real pussy, now how real is that? Niggas say they ballin', shot callin', how you figure that? Yeah, you got a chain, but the more you gotta give it back. Niggas watch the scar faces, swear to God they livin' that. Say the wrong scene, wrong credits, where it's sending that? Niggas broke in real life, but rich on the internet. See they ass in person, and they lookin' like they need a bet. Damn, where your roadie, where your Bentley two-seater at? Yeah. Yesterday, I guess today your dog needed that. How you say you get it, we ain't never seen you spin it. How you say you own it, we ain't never seen you in it. How you say it's yearn, and we see your dog with it. Man, a lot of these niggas broke, man, it's just my opinion. But who am I to judge? It's just my opinion. But who am I to judge? It's just my opinion. I could be wrong. want to thank you all for tuning in to the King of Underground Media with T-Rex, Jermaine, and Wendy. Definitely a salute to our guests that we had on D-Shelp from out of Dade County, Miami. We're definitely going to be tuning in to him. You can follow him on Twitter at D-Shelp World. He's all over cyberspace. Uh, like I said, he did an interview with Sway in the morning. Uh, he has pictures of with him and Eric Sermon. He's definitely uh, doing doing a great thing. I'll definitely give a shout out to the Hype Magazine, College Underground Radio, TuneIn, iTunes, and everybody that reps and support Live by Terrence and the King of Underground Media. Jermaine, you having a shout out? I uh, just some shout outs. Uh, thanks to, uh, again, thanks to D Ship for being on the show. Uh, thanks to my parents. My parents just actually celebrated their 36th wedding anniversary yesterday. So, salute to y'all. And uh, again, to Terrence and the Wendy. For letting me live my dream out and be on this radio show and, and do radio. So big things. Yes indeed, yes indeed. And and first and foremost, gotta thank the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Definitely a blessing to serve him and to allow us to use our gifts to share with the world and just be careful. We're living in times now where Bad is good and good is bad, but never sway away from 
from that or change your beliefs just because popularity or majority are saying that hey, you need to do it this way. Do it your own way. You do it the way that you are led to, to do. And we're going to close out tonight's show with a God-fearing artist by the name of Gideon. He's been on the show before. He's with the God Squad Records. And we're going to close out with one of his songs called Go Ahead. And we'll be back on not Mother's Day, but we will be back on the following week on May the 17th. We're going to have a producer show. We're going to have three of, uh, of the top area producers here in the metro Atlanta area, Auburn area. And we also might have a special national guest uh, that's in the producing world. So we are working on that as well. If not, we're still going to have a great show with those guys, with me, Jermaine, and Wendy in the building. And we're going to be tuned in May 17th. Actually, we're going to have Tyrus. Tyrus, he's going to be on with New Key and Lafayette Beats. Those three guys will be our special guests and many others. So thank you. You all have a good night. God bless. Good night, everybody. Bury my gifts cause I'm doubting myself My mind is a Xanax, always doubting myself Rivers of living water but not drowning myself I can't move forward if I'm just surrounded by self I should pray with the inner man to balance myself Or read so much of his words that I callous myself I'm far behind in growth that I doubt it would help But he picked me up when I stumbled with my fallible self He showed himself true in the midst of conversation He told me to believe and the void will not be vacant Dried every ten, said reach the population At last after he asked, who can stop you Satan? I must remember that I have to suffer the rain That it's all for his glory, ready to suffer through pain In the midst of my trials, I'll be exhibiting this That I truly have purpose, there's many missions to win I was down on my knees, asking God please Does it have to be me, accepting my defeat But he said...
myself. And Lord, I'm too real to be a church hypocrite. I can't be half holy, cause there really ain't no sense in it. Like a half mode yard without a fence in it. The world is the easy route, but hey, I'm not defending it. Wait a minute, son. Now who's the hypocrite? You hate the world's hate, but you always in the mix of it. You hate the world's way, but you sure do depend on it. You don't need my blessing, but you sure do be spending it. You are made righteous through the blood that my son shed. So do what I say and I'll do the rest. Go ahead. I was down on my knees, asking God, please, does it have to be me? Accepting my defeat, but he said... Okay. 